We ready. Let's get it. Let's get it. What you know that tune? We got to play it again, bro. Have to. Got bro. to. What is it? Um, um, it's that. Death could not hold you down. Hey. You are the rhythm king. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Seated in majesty. What's that? Hey, you are the risen king. Hit that note right there. <laughs> yes, sir. That eats every time. Never, fails. ever time. But now you ready? Let's get it. All right, yo. What's up? It's your boy D Stark, Stark's hardest. And you are now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk about everything faith, life, and culture. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. And he's been rocking with us for a while. Welcome back. We are so glad to have you here, as always, man. Yes, we tapped in, but. One thing, uh, yeah, yeah. One thing I did want to mention because somebody had put this in the comments, the, the last episode, uh, because they were talking about like our retwist, mm. which you had, you had, you had your hair twisted in the last episode, the last though, right? EP was yeah, twisted, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't get to mention this in the uh, last episode in the intro because we just want to get into it. But uh, just to make it clear, I wasn't, I'm, I was not trying to steal your drip or nothing like that. Be real. <laughs> Be real. I was not trying to steal your drip. Right, like, you know what I mean? I thought the people may may have thought that, like, oh dang, like you know, Darren try to get oh, like Darren Jordan. Trying to be like, <laughs> but what they little did they know is like you. If anything, you had you stole mine. That sounds good, bro. No, for sure. I had because I had the two strand twist first. The one we want to take it back to, to back in the day. I remember I got that box cut, and then you try to get the box cut after I got it. The box cut's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the we try to take it back in the crazy. day, back in middle school. No, I forgot about the box. But yes, yeah, but no, bro. but look, y'all, he had a box, and we may have to. We got to. I'm gonna. We're gonna have to put a picture up. You got to You got. I'm gonna put a picture up for sure when we edit this. But yeah, you had a box, but you're because you you had like really curly hair, so your box was, was like it, it was wasn't lopsided. It, yes, like it. It, it was uneven. <laughs> Well, it was disproportionate. Like it, it didn't, didn't have it, a solid foundation. Yeah, nah, it just didn't work at all. My box was my box was killing yours though. But I had it first. No, we're not, we're not talking <laughs> about my box was killing it. My was. box was killing yours. All right, bro. No, that's crazy. I, I remember um, me and my friends used to talk about that. They were like, "Bro, uh, black kids have had like every type of hairstyle." <laughs> Every black kid that had a box cut, I promise you. <laughs> no, nah, I feel like what what we go through. I had like the slick. I rocked the slick forever. Yeah, the slick, the that basic slick, the ball fade. Ball fade for me on the you know all around take you know what I mean and then yeah. the box it was a box after that I I, I walked the basic fro for a little bit no I don't think I ever had the basic fro. I, don't think I feel like nah, you did though I did yeah I had the basic fro for a little bit you, you then I got did. the box then the box yeah, yeah and I think I did I think that was pretty much it for me I went I had my box uh, phase for a minute and then it turned to like a curly box though like I like you know what I mean you loved your box <laughs> <laughs> bro I had his box phase for five years. <laughs> It was a minute. Then I started twisting my hair, and now we here now. But now we here, yeah. But anyways, anyways, we gonna get Let's straight get into it. it. So the last time um, we went live was on TikTok, and this was about I want to say like three to four weeks ago. Yeah. I want to say like around that time, like maybe a even a month. Yeah. It's been a minute, um, which is weird because we usually went live a lot, like, or like at one point. Yeah, at one point, which we're actually going to be going live a lot more. Um, the last few months of this year, we got a like special announcement then in the next two weeks yeah. that we'll share with y'all. Sure. But anyways, little side note, be prepared for that. But yeah, the last time we went live, we were just talking about really, I guess the things that we had been learning in a few aspects that have been happening in our life uh, and transitions God had been taking us through and what he had really laid upon our heart. Mm. And 
one thing that I was explaining during that live is the fact that you can be family with people you're not friends with. That's a bar. And it's because I, I believe we shared it on the podcast, but me and Jordan just recently moved out and we uh, have been able to get our own place. Uh, you know, out, out the mammy's crib. Yeah. Yes, sir. We uh, got our own place. And one thing that I was being challenged with during this, that transition and during that move is the fact that I needed to be a lot more intentional with my relationship with my parents specifically and my right. family, like my brother and my sister. And the reason for that is when I came back home in January to do online school, a lot of things were happening, but it was like, I was in the same household of, with my parents, we were sharing the same kitchen. We were like, you know, literally 10 feet away in opposite living rooms, but I never really saw them. Mm-hmm. We never really spent quality time with one another. Yeah. And I guess during that time for me, I misconstrued my proximity with them, with intimacy mm. to them. Right. Right. Like, so I, I had like, for some reason thought just because I was around them that I actually knew them. Right. And so it was just like, you know, a basic routine to just come to the crib, you know, go to my room, you do know. my thing and just like, oh, say, hey, what's up? And it's like, okay, like I see them every day. I'm around them pretty often, you know, occasionally, every now and then here and there. And so it's just like, oh, well, then I have to be close with them. Yeah. And so, you know, that was like, that, that was just something I was challenged with. I was convicted with is the fact that, yo, like time spent isn't always quality time. Right. That's far. Something that the time spent isn't always quality time. And it just led into what I, what I mentioned is the fact that you can be family with people you're not friends with. So in that mm-hmm. same lane and same regard, what God has showed me is the fact that, yo, like, you know, you can be a person who goes to church. Mm-hmm consistently every week every sunday wednesday night youth group yeah go going to the events on saturday and sunday with the young adults right hitting the bible studies here and there making sure you're tapping in on the lives right and you can think that just because you're around god Mm. that you actually know him right just because you're in close proximity with him that y'all have a genuine relationship and so, you know, that was really revealed, revealed to me in the fact that sometimes like we've been we've in our life, like we've made him Lord, but had to be has he become our friend yet? Right. And that was like, like the biggest thing is the fact that, yo, like, you know, just with your parents, like you respect them, you love them, you admire them. But right. Like, are they your friend? Right. Are there are they someone that you feel like you can you can entrust them with the most vulnerable and intimate parts of yourself, right. right? And just a parallel with God of like, yo, like, yeah, he's Lord. You have reverence. You may fear him. You say you love him. But like, yo, how much of yourself are you actually giving to him? Right. You know, and not and not just misconstruing and uh, misunderstanding your like proximity with him, with him, with like intimacy. Mm. And so... I was like, yo, we got to do episode on that. And shout out, I think it was Troy. I can't remember who it was. I was like, yo, what's just, I don't know what the title of this would be, but it's like, it's, it's got to be like friends with God. Friends with God. Friends with God. And shout out. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to really talk about today. It's like what it means to be a friend of God and what that kind of entails. Because I think that that's something that, you know, obviously that needs to be talked about more. Yeah. It's something that I'm, I think really for the first time, you know, really I, since I came to God, you know, I think 
in 2018 when I got saved, you know, I had that experience and gave him my life. He was like, he was Lord. And I think now, like, he is now genuinely becoming, like, a friend. Mm. So now that's the process I'm going through. I definitely thought it would just be, like, a perfect conversation because it's something that, you know, I think that needs to be talked about. Oh, for yeah, sure. for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this one, you know. I th- <laughs> There's definitely a time in my life where y'all was really just roommates. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you, like, my family, like, like we were just, it was, like, it was literally just, Word. like, y'all, Word. Were, like, you, like, you were talking about, like, we lived in the same house, saw each other occasionally, yeah. and it was literally just that, like, you just literally just held the title of, like, brother or mom or dad, and I think what it was is, because my mom was only ever a mother for me, or my dad was only ever a dad, and that's how it initially started off, I thought that's all it ever could be. You mm, know what I mean? That's good. I thought that's all that's it ever... Good. I, I thought it was all it ever could be, not understanding that a lot of our connections and relationships like are so can be very multifaceted mm-hmm. and really should be. Uh, for and a fact. That's something that we need to be even more aware of in our relationship with God, because it, when you think about him like and his character, there's such a depth to it mm-hmm. that we have to make sure that we're opening the door to allow him to be more than just how he's always shown up or, or how we've always interp- interpreted him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and there's a scripture in Exodus 3.13, and I'm paraphrasing, but this was Moses, and he was about to go to uh, God's people, and he was like, okay, when I tell them the God of the Israelites has sent me, like, and they ask me what your name is, what do I tell them? And God says, he says, tell them I am who I am. He says, tell them I am has sent you. And I think what he's saying here is he's not just one thing. You can't just put them in a box like I am blank. You know, I, I, I am I'm hope, I'm love, I'm I'm Lord, I'm friend. Like you you fill in the blank. You know what I mean? Even when you look at all of the the names of God, like Elohim, Alpha Alpha, Omega, Abba Father, Jehovah Nisi, like all of these names, he's not just one thing. So we can't just get like so caught up in this bad habit of looking God, looking at God in such a one sided way, you know? And something else I want to mention is God doesn't change though, because I don't want to paint this picture of like this like schizophrenic God that's like here one day, gone the next. And like God, God is the same, like yesterday, today, forevermore. What happens is God doesn't change. It's just the part of him that you need the most in that moment is the part that'll always show up more prominently. So it's really us that's changing. Like what I needed God to be yesterday might not be what I need him to look like today. And it's just whatever I, whatever part of him I need is what's going to show up. So I just wanted to make that point. But and like um, at the core of what I'm trying to say is really just we have to be more intentional about allowing God to be or show up. We have to be more intentional about how we're allowing God to show up, you know, and do our due diligence of, of opening that door. And just because he's always just been this or that's how he's always looked, does that mean does not mean that's all he is, you know? So we can't we can't just put him in that box like that. Right. And I like that you mentioned that it's the fact that <clears throat> you're not saying that God necessarily like like changes like his character. Mm-hmm. That I think the point you're 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 getting at is the fact that this isn't necessarily the correct term because there's another one that's adjacent to it but the fact that he's like omnipresent Mm -hmm. like just as he's everywhere at all all times he is all things at all times right and so right at the times where okay i'm depressed i'm lonely i'm in i'm in a moment of my life to where i need a confidant someone to like give this part of myself to Mm -hmm. that's what he is right? right in a moment where i need clarity i need vision i need i need a direction on my next step that's what he will be, yeah. right? It's not the fact that he necessarily changes. It's the fact that he is, mm. I, am, I am, all the time. All the time. And, he, and 
that doesn't change right, right. <laughs> dang that's low-key that kind of mess your brain up that's For yeah really? that's that but he's all things at all times um so i think that's good and the fact that something that me and jordan uh I don't know why I talked to you. I said that in the third person. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm messing right next to bro. Something that me and you had talked about. I'm like talking to them though. Something that me, me and you had talked about recently, like literally I think the other day, is the fact that, you know, so me and Jordan, of course, like we're brothers, right. but we're co-hosts. Mm. And we're not only co-hosts, but we're business partners. Right. And we're not only business partners, but we're friends. And obviously, like we mentioned earlier, we just added another part of our relationship. We're not only business partner, but business partners, but now we're roommates. Right. And so now we have a multitude of relationships between one between each other that we have to manage and know how to communicate well in because each one requires different type of language. Mm. Because I'm not going to in a friend in a moment of when he needs a friend be talking to him as a roommate right. or in a moment where he uh, needs a brother talking to him as a co-host or a business partner and so that's that's something that you know we've had to work through something that we've had to recognize and even just acknowledge yeah. right and so with with that because like you said like you know god is a mul- like a, a multitude of things and he's going to reveal his character in so many different ways mm-hmm. as you continue to walk with him like he may be provider in one season he may be right. a comfortable comforter in the next and like you know um but as he reveals all these different sides like of himself and you get to start you start acknowledging like all these diff- all these things that he is um it's just important that like you like know how to really just manage it well mm-hmm. but m- more importantly like you said it's just like allow him to be those things for you. Right. And more importantly, because, um, you know, sometimes we can just get in that, in that mode where it's, it is so one faceted and it's just like, Oh, well, you know, that's something I don't really, I would go to God with mm-hmm. looking at, at him in one way. Right. Yeah. Instead of like, actually like, yo, like he's a friend too. Right. Right. He can be someone that you confide in as well. And so I think it's just allowing access mm-hmm. to like, for him to be, all those things that he wants to be for you in different settings and just acknowledging what that is and knowing how to manage it well. Yeah, for sure. And I think something that comes along with that, with like managing all of that is just also making sure that you're not forgetting that he's all of the other things when he's showing up as one thing in a specific moment, if that makes sense. Because I think what can happen with this conversation of making God a friend is you can, uh, that friendship in some cases can cause you to lose your reverence for God, Right. In some situations, because if if you constantly only see him as a friend, then I think for some people you you can start to lose that that fear of him, right? Because like if you're not looking or remembering him as a lord or remembering him as a father, and he's just a friend, then that's something that can happen, right? And and some people get in modes where they kind of like take advantage of that sometimes, right? Um, but I feel like it's very possible to be friends with someone that you still respect, with someone that you still revere. And I think what you just have to do is like what we've been saying. It's like make him a friend, but also just don't forget that he's also a father as well. That He's still Lord, even even when he's a friend for me, when he's a comforter for me, like he's still Lord. But it's just about not confining him to that. But yeah, because that's something I've noticed at some point in my life when I started making God a friend. Sometimes it can cause you to sort of like forget that he's also Lord and forget how he's shown up in the past, but you just can't allow yourself to forget. Remember, but don't confine. That's really what I always tell myself. Yeah. And I think that it kind of, you know, comes down to 
always just keeping that reverence for God, right? Because I think it comes, it, we, you know, we had this conversation before yeah. talking about like grace and truth and the balance between that mm-hmm. and understanding, okay, like, yo, like God's going to give you grace, but he's also going to discipline you as well, right? right? So like even with him being your, like being a friend, it's not one of those things where you just kind of, like you said, just take advantage of mm-hmm. like you wouldn't take advantage of grace and it's just like oh like you just see him loosely of like oh right. well like you know people say oh well god knows my heart mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like oh he, he just knows my intent and where i'm at kind of like you may like say about your friend like oh well they know where i'm at yeah. but it'll be good we'll mm-hmm. be fine and not keeping that that reverence still at the table and, it, and there's definitely you know it's not like you can uh there's just it's exclusive they're exclusive from one another like you can't have one without the other right. it definitely can't coexist like you like you're saying so i think that's important but like you said i think the biggest thing is just like always keeping that rep like that reverence for him because i think people can all sometimes just get i don't know maybe not even want to present god as friend right because mm-hmm. it's just like it, it seems too loose it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like as there's too much like very like reverence in that title or in that relationship but like there definitely can be yeah no for sure i think i've even seen that in with my own eyes it's just people sort of presenting god in like a sort of like a fearful way and i think that's how which is why that's dangerous is because you have people who are start following god simply out of fear and 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 that's all there is like they're following god because they're scared of you know his wrath or they're scared of going to hell like the consequences so but I think when you do that, it's kind of just, I don't know, it's its not really a relationship at all. So I think that's why, like you said, they, they you can't have one without the other. They both like go hand in hand for sure. And the one thing that I feel like God has been teaching me in this process of making him a friend to me, even in my own life, is that he desires for us to love him. But I, I don't think I, you can fully really experience all of that love until you've made him a friend. And I got that um, that from John fifteen sixteen, And in this verse, it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you so that you may bear fruit. So when I read this verse, I immediately thought about the dynamic of a parent and a child and how with my earthly parents, like when I'm born into this world, I didn't necessarily choose them. I didn't necessarily choose my family right how like god is saying in this verse but like they chose me but what i can choose is i can choose friends so what happens with our relationship with god is that a lot of us are chosen by god but we have yet to choose him mm-hmm. i think when you only yeah, when you it. only when you only take on the title of god's son and nothing more and you just leave it at that you still have yet to choose god because like you said like when you're god's son or god's daughter he's chosen you but I think when you just sit in that, it's like, okay, like, w- what's next? And I'm saying, like, acknowledging that you are chosen is a huge step in your walk. Acknowledging, okay, I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. That is a part of my identity. But you can't just leave it at that. I think what needs to happen is you say, okay, I acknowledge I'm a son or a daughter of God. Now, let me choose God just how he's chosen me, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about before um, on the podcast, like, love is, is a choice. So us choosing god as a friend like i said because you can you can't choose family you can choose friends so when i choose god to be my friend that is a part of that love right and it's and it's sort of opening the door to a, a new level of it because you know lo- love is a is a act of choice and like we said before so yeah i think you can't really fully experience that until you've you've made him also a friend to you no nah, that's 
That's fire. That's a bar, and I like that. You like, I think, and I think that's one of the found one of the, I guess, foundations. I mean, of course, any relationship, but particularly, of course, like when we're talking in the context of mm-hmm. friendship, is that aspect like of choice, right? Of seeking that out, of intentionally saying, "Hey, like I want you in my life." Yeah. Right. I want you to be a part of my inner circle and to in, the intimate things that may be happening with me. Mm-hmm. And like I'm and I'm choosing for for you to come in and like for me to be vulnerable with you and things like that. And what and what is you said that you were gonna mention this uh before, but uh there's there's certain access you only give to friends. Mm, that's it. There's certain there's certain access you only give to friends. Right. Like, think about it. Like, even with, like, my earthly father, like, I've had situations in my life where, you know, I've I messed up or slipped up or did something. And, you know, my first, my natural instinct isn't going to, I don't want to run to my father in that moment. Because mm-hmm. a part of me might be f- afraid of that discipline or afraid of what he's going to say or even disappointment. You know what I mean? I don't want him to be disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. But I am going to run to a friend. Mm-hmm. So what happens is when you detach that that friendship out of your relationship with God, you're going to start hiding things from him. I don't want God to be disappointed in me. I, I, I'm not going to take it to him. But you would go to a friend for those things. So that's why we have to make that, allow that to happen, allow that to be a possibility. Like, okay, so now that God is also a friend, I can go to him with this. Fact. Father, I, I sinned. Mm-hmm. Friend, you know? So, yeah. Fact. That's good. I lo- and I love that. And it's just, like you said, it's choice and it's, a, and it's about access. And I think one of the beautiful things that, God does, and I think this is a part of, or like a, par- a parallel of like, okay, why God, or like He sent His Son Jesus to come down in the flesh is to be close, mm. right? And yeah. so when we're talking about okay, being friends with God, and we're using like all these you know synonyms of like who He is, which can probably get a little confusing and stuff. I mean, I think the biggest thing is the fact that He wants to let us know and be very aware of the fact that He's close to us. Mm. And we, he wants us to draw close to him as well, yeah. right? And that's going, and that can come through the avenue of us choosing and allowing him to be our friend, mm. right? And so I thought that was like really important because that access piece is one of the the, the biggest parts. And and something else that I wanted to touch on is is the why because I know I've said several times throughout this entire conversation about like you know opening up that door to God, allowing him to be a friend. So I feel like the the next thing to address is like, okay, how how do you do that? And I think how how I've done that is simply by sharing those things with God. That that was God's me being open and sharing certain things with God that I at one point didn't was the sign that I was allowing him to be a friend. Um in John fifteen fifteen, Jesus says I no, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I've called you friends for everything that I learned from my father. I have made known to you. So Jesus is saying, you guys, you have now become a friend to me because I have shared everything with you. Everything that I know I've shared with you. So I think how we allow him to be a friend is us doing the same, is us sharing everything, us not leaving anything, you know, under under the table or you know behind the curtain and following suit just like he did so i think that's really a main part of that is like is when you start being honest and running to god instead of hiding from him 
that is how you start to make him a friend. Yeah. And that and that reminds me of something that I mentioned. This is thing, it's probably had to be months ago. I mean, way back in a, another EP of like the difference between like truth and transparency. Mm. And so for me, I like that point because one thing that I've even learned, even just in like actual friendship uh, and relationship across the board is the importance of transparency. And so the sign for me, or at least something that helped me really become a friend of God or allowing him to be that for me and me reciprocating that is me being transparent. So, you know, when there was an issue or something, a, a worry, something I was worried about, something I may have had some anxiety about, some like moment of depression I was going through, instead of waiting for some type of conviction to hit mm. or for someone else to like work me up to go to God, I was already giving that to him. Mm. So, you know, you, you have those moments where like God slaps you across the face of like, you you know, you got that, 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 there's something in your spirit like urging you and irking you right. going, you need to go to the throne and get on your knee, get on your knees, right. right? Which I think is important and isn't anything that's negative at all. That's like God saying, hey, run to me. But like, you know, for me, it was just like, yo, do, being proactive right. and going ahead and just like spilling that and letting that known, right? So like mm. basically the example I use all the time, like truth versus transparency um, or at least being truthful, Versus being transparent is like, you know, when you went out with your friends yeah. whenever you was younger or whatever, and, you know, you tell your parents you was going over Jimmy's house, mm-hmm. you know, y'all was going to go to the blacktop and, you know, maybe watch a movie. Yeah. But, you know, you went over there and y'all really, y'all did go to the blacktop, probably watched a movie, but y'all went to so-and-so's house over in another city <laughs> and probably hit a party or something goofy right. like that, right? So, like, you get back home, your parents ask you, yo, like, how was the weekend? What did you do? And you were like, oh, well, you know, we, you know, we went to the blacktop, we played, you know, fives or whatever, and then, like, we went, you know, uh, to the movies and just went back and we chilled at the house or whatever, right? Mm. So, in that moment, when they asked you what was going on, you weren't lying. Mm-hmm. You're being truthful about some of the stuff you did do, right. but we weren't transparent with everything that actually happened. Mm. And so, um, transparency, I think, is key. Is just like, yo, like, you know, I think a part of transparency, which, you know, truth and Transparency can be like synonymous, but a part of that to me is like it's very initiative. Mm. It's not reactive. And so right. for me, one of those things, and I guess how you can really start com- becoming a friend of God practically to give y'all at least some nuggets is, you know, giving giving your heart to him consistently. Mm-hmm. Right. And when when it happens and like as soon as it happens and not hiding it and not running away from it or delaying it and mm-hmm. just saying hey here it is and i'm entrusting you with this and getting That's in the habit good. of that i'm not gonna lie i hope y'all ain't that. that i hope y'all ain't missed that y'all y'all heard it here first from d starks i think that's so good so so basically like the truth the truth is told when it's asked for and transparency is keeping it real without it having to be prompted mm. write it down y'all I like that. Everything he just said was a bar. I like that. That's good. And then another thing I wanted to mention, I said this earlier, but it's the fact that uh, time spent isn't always quality time. And so making room in your life to have quality time with God, like let's just bringing it all the way down. I got this like chapter thing in my hand. (laughs) Bring it all the way down and literally setting a time quality time and that's something that i've had to do even in my like actual relationships is like you know plus a lot of my uh friends are like long long distance and so like i'm literally having to set time aside of like hey on tuesday this is when i'm hitting 
this person up. We're going to talk for 30 minutes on the mm-hmm. phone. On Wednesday, this one, we're going to talk. And literally just scheduling it out and, like, having that quality time and, like, setting that aside. And so I think that's also important, too, because, again, like, you know, going to church is great. Making sure you're at that Bible study, right, and going out with, like, yeah. like-minded individuals on the weekends when these events are happening at your church, your youth group, whatever, that's that's great. But also setting that time of God, setting that time aside just with you and God to build that relationship. And it's like, yo, you sitting down like, yo, God, what do you like? Mm. What's your favorite? You know it's what like I mean? Like, conversation, like, 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 what do you like? What do you dislike? You know what I mean? Like, yo, what interests you? What doesn't? Like, what are you passionate about? You feel what I'm saying? Like, bring it. We got to bring it down. Oh we have to. You feel me? And it sounds goofy at first, but when you start looking at it, it's like, dang, like, it's like, because this is someone you're really trying to get to know. Mm. So I think that's a part of it, too. So those two things for sure, just like practically and how, like, okay, how are you going to make God your friend and all of that, um, which I think is a big part of the relationship for sure. That's a bar. You have any, did you have anything else, though, on that on that end? No, I think I think that was it, man. You got it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dang, what was that bar? Dang, what was that bar you got earlier? But no, what you said, uh, a lot of us, well, all of us have been chosen by God, but not all of us have decided to choose him. Mm. Something along those lines. That was a heater. Yeah. That's the one right there. Choose him. I like that one. Choose him. What you got? What you going to leave the people with? Go ahead. Just give, give it to him. Just give it to him? Yeah. <sighs> I just say that, um, kind of reiterating, not even a point I made in this EP, but something I've said before. It's something that God's been teaching me. It's just like always student and how there's always a deeper depth of God that there is to know and that there is to learn. So I guess what I leave the people off with is there, there's more to him and there's more of him that he He wants you to get to know. And you you won't regret it, man. Like in my, in my pursuit of trying to learn more about God and his character and, and all his um, different names and allowing him to be that for me, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a crazy experience. Mm-hmm. Allowing him to be that friend for me, you know, and I'm not even I'm not even fully where I need to be yet, so I'm excited. But yeah, allow allow God to show Himself to you. A fact. Don't a fact. put him in a box. A fact. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the one. Choose him. It's a relationship, so treat it as such. Mm. Treat it as such. You know, he 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 desires to be your friend, and just and just take the step take the steps to do that. Cause I, I mean, then that's when you really see everything change. I think it's like you know we love um, the fact that it's it's, it's relationship over religion, mm-hmm. and you know I I love that sentiment and I believe that and that's something that like is a big you know I guess evangelistic tool of like how we're presenting the gospel right. and who God and what God is, but taking the steps to making sure you're actually walking mm-hmm. in that. Right. You know what I mean? And like day by day, you know what I mean? Like refining that of like, yo, okay, like, yo, what did I give this to him today? Mm. Right? Like how close did I allow God to get to me Mm. this week, last month, in this moment, during that season? And then like making adjustments from there. Right. That's it. Like it sounds good, but you living it? Are you living it? That's it. That's it. All right. Well, I think I said you good. I think that yeah. I'm sure. All right, y'all know what it is, man. Stay you, stay real, and stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. Much love.